That's another thing that I see. A lot of people are always complaining, complaining, complaining. Like, stop complaining. Start praising. Start being thankful and grateful for the things that you do have. It's hard to be down and depressed when you're thankful. Hello, beloved listeners. Thank you for tuning into your go-to podcast, talking all things career, money, and success. Love Free Retiree Show. I'm your host, wealth manager, Lee Michael Murphy, and I'm alongside Silicon Valley mentor and interview coach, Sergio Patterson. What is up, everyone? I love the energy, Lee. Yeah, I got to bring it today. So we got a good one. So welcome into a career advancement edition of the Free Retiree Show. Today, we're going to be talking about leveraging your network when it comes to your job search and how to get the attention of the talent coordinator or the hiring manager of the company that you want to work for. The Microsoft 2021 Work Trend Index shows that 41% of the global workforce is considering resigning this year. So we are indeed living in a historic period. This will be one of the biggest movements of human capital in history. Skilled workers are starting to look around, they're reevaluating their life, and they want to see how they can maybe leverage their current position and jump to a new job to get a higher pay. And now with more people working from home, they have more flexibility in terms of where they live and who they choose to work with. But with such a competitive job environment and massive amounts of competition, how are you going to stand out from the crowd? So for today's episode, we have a phenomenal guest. We are blessed to have one of the best experts in networking and job search, Trevor Houston. Trevor is the host of the very popular Who You Know podcast. It shows about leveraging relationships, resources, and connections to help job seekers improve their career through the power of networking and education. Trevor's networking strategies and outside-the-box approach have given proven results, and he's been featured in Forbes for his job search Trojan horse strategy. Trevor helps job seekers get noticed, create opportunities, and take control of the financial impact of job loss. And search, check this out. He's even had world-renowned speakers on his podcast like Grant Cardone. Pretty impressive, right? How'd you trick him to get on our show, Lee? What was the trick? You know, I said, hey, well, this is Oprah. You got to get ready. And here he is. So we got him. That works, works every time. So, Serge, in the past, we've talked about the importance of having a network and developing the network. But why do you think people still continue to underestimate the power of having a valuable network? Yeah, that's a good question. Network is everything. We've talked about it. Some of the ways I landed a job at Google years ago because of my network. And it really comes down to who you know, honestly. Like, people don't want to admit it, but it comes down to who you know and what you can do also. But like, who you know is a starting point. Yeah, man. It's that one saying. It's like your net worth is your network. It's tough to argue that. Being in Silicon Valley, you've seen the value, right? Yeah, 100%. I think the second part of your question was why people don't understand it. I think it's just a a matter of some people just need to get out of their shell and, and, and take their shot, right? Like We're all a message away on LinkedIn. And surprisingly, people want to help, especially right now with all the impact of COVID, people out of work. Like I'm sitting here when I get messed, like I want to help people hit me up. I think people just need to kind of get out of their shell 
and start reaching out. Yeah, I love that, man. Like we are a message away and that's important. So today we have one of the best people that is going to show you how to get that message, get that visibility. So you got to stay tuned for this podcast, but we're going to go to a quick break before we do so. Make sure you like our show, share us. If you have questions for us, financial related, career related, legal related, or if you have a question for Trevor, make sure you send them to ask at thefreeretiree.com. We're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we're sitting down with Trevor Houston. Welcome back into the Free Retiree Show. We are sitting down with the Matthew McConaughey of Career Advice, Trevor Houston. Trevor, how are you doing this morning? Man, I don't know if I've ever been <laughs> intro like that before, so I'm doing pretty good. You, anytime you can get Matthew McConaughey, you're doing all right. Hey, he's a legend he, in that part. He is. <laughs> yes. You don't got a job, it's going to be all right, all right. <laughs> all so, right, all right, all right. <laughs> So Trevor, man, you're the expert on networking. You've been published in Forbes. People, you get a lot of people looking at what you're doing. So talk to us about the value of networking and how we all need to start thinking about it. Because no one's talking about like, what's your network like? You yeah, get that question yeah. a lot, but I, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like most people go to work, sit behind a cubicle, right? And they just do their job and go home at the end of the day, collect their check. Right. And they're not thinking about the relationships that they can be building along the way. And so if you look at networking, it's it's a lifetime thing, right? It's a lifetime thing over your entire career, because I say a lot of job seekers, too. They know networking is important, but they only do it when they need a job. Right. It's like, oh, man, I, I just got let go. I just got fired. And, and now I need to go to LinkedIn and I need to start connecting with people and building my network and talking to people. No, like you need to do that throughout your entire career and watch what will happen if you're active and you're active with your networking strategy. Doors will open up throughout your life that never would have happened, never would have happened if you weren't actively networking and building relationships. And that's really what it boils down to is, is building relationships. Yeah, that's a good point. I think a lot of people turn to the job boards and to LinkedIn and sites like that only when they need it to your point where it's like, nah, you should, you should be building that network, that audience like every day. And that's something, you know, we didn't have access to when I, when I graduated college, right? Like we didn't have all this, like we didn't have LinkedIn, we didn't have all these resources. So I think like now's the time, right? Yeah, 100%. I look at it kind of like a video game. Like, <laughs> it's about leveling up. There are spaces and, and, and places and tables that you want to be sitting at. And, and, but you got to level up to get there. You got to get to that next level. And I just see it like that. You're, you've heard that before. Your network is your net worth. Yeah. Right. And you're the average of the, the top five people you associate with. So, Think about that. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you having conversations with? And can you elevate that? Right. 
And it will only naturally, you, you will be elevated through that because your conversations will be elevated, mm-hmm. right? I, I recently joined a group called Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And it's full of like world changers, man. I mean, big time folks are in that room, people that are literally changing the world, millionaires and, and billionaires even come in there. So I'm getting to learn from them. I'm not at their level yet. But guess what? I definitely leveled up my table that I'm sitting at and I'm now getting to learn from them and get advice from them, people that have done it. I'm going to be elevated for that. Like it's it's only natural that will happen. So no, that's amazing. It sounds like you're ahead of the game on this. So look, what's your advice to the average person that's doing that nine to five? They don't do anything outside their job. It's not even on their radar, but they're listening to this podcast and they're saying, well, these guys kind of bringing up some good points. I've got to relook at what my network is like. And I maybe it's not that great. Maybe it's I don't I'm not in contact with a lot of people that I used to be and I'm not making new relationships. How do you fix that? Like, what's the starting point? Starting point. I would say is look at your social media. You got to really kind of look at it and say, what does your social media say about you? What do other people see when they look at you? Right? Because whether you think they are or not, people are looking at you online. And maybe you just have a personal Facebook account or Instagram account, but what does that say? What message are you putting out there? And then you need to kind of look at it and go, well, if I do want to start networking and I like this and I kind of subscribe to what these guys are talking about, well, let's go to the professional networking site, LinkedIn. Let's Mm -hmm. go to LinkedIn. That's where the massive connections are made. And now, shoot, with the new edition of Clubhouse, it's Clubhouse's networking on steroids. It definitely expedites relationship building for sure. You can do it a lot quicker. But those are the two places I would say, hey, you need to go build a profile. You need to optimize your profile. You need to make sure that it stands out, grabs attention, and has a clear call to action. That when somebody does come and look at your profile, it can pull them in and get a conversation started. Because that's the whole goal. You need to get a conversation started. And if your profile is not optimized to do that, they're just going to hit it like a website. They're going to go to your website and then leave. Mm-hmm. Like that's what your social media pages are. They're websites. And so what good is a website? First of all, if no one's looking at it, second of all, if they're looking at it and then leaving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you think about one of the headlines under your profile is you help people get noticed, right? So it sounds like one networking two, like build out the right profile. What else like tactically can someone do to get more views on their profile? Cause like, Me being in Silicon Valley, I understand like recruiters are going to LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. If they see a resume, they're going to go there first and they're going to look at the profile. Is there anything tactical that someone can do to help them stand out? Yes. So the first part of that question is about helping that profile get the visibility. Because like I said before, what good is a website if no one's looking at you? right? What good is your LinkedIn profile if no one sees it? And what Mm -hmm. good is your resume if no one looks at it? Right? It's no good. So we got to get the visibility. And so that usually starts by creating a good content strategy. You have to market, you have to advertise, right? You have to put a commercial out there, right? Like think about it. If I have a a business, if I'm a restaurant and I have a business and I have my business website, 
Well, what do I need to do? I need to advertise that business. I need to put a commercial out there. I need to market. It's the exact same thing when you're a job seeker, when you're a business owner, entrepreneur, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. You need to market. You need to get your content strategy going. So one of the things that we teach job seekers is that content strategy. They need to go, go to Google. That's what I tell them to do. I go, go to Google, type in whatever industry you're in. If you're in IT, project management, QA, accounting and finance, doesn't matter. Just type it in. And then type in the keywords, mistakes or tips. And what happens when you type that keyword behind it, you're going to find all this content that already exists. There is already a thought leader in your industry right now making content, probably getting paid off of it. And so you need to go find what content's already out there, find out what, what exists, what is resonating, what are the hot topics in your industry and then go recreate that content. Don't just use it and share it and just share links around. Don't do that. No, you need to create your own original content around the hot topics in your industry. And you need to do it consistently so that people start to view you as the expert. Right. And so that's usually where we start is uh, by getting their marketing strategy going. Yeah. I think that there's so many people out there that aren't even using their LinkedIn and they don't realize like the importance. We had a shout out to Nate Johnson. He's, we've had him on our show a couple of times. One of the most awesome down to earth C-suite executives you'll ever meet. But he said it like your LinkedIn now is your resume. People don't look at it like that. I think maybe the majority of population doesn't look at it like that, but it really has become that. We're no longer living the days where you go to the company website, type in your stuff, hopefully we get a job back. They're going to like stalk you on LinkedIn. And then they're going to look at your, your stuff and be like, this guy, one profile is not filled out. What have they done to like cultivate their brand? Oh, there's nothing here. Right. And then that's, that already is putting points against you, right? And this yeah. whole new search for your career. So yeah, but I for, love what you're for, saying. For like, the listeners, we are not sponsored by LinkedIn. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> Throw that out there. I'll just throw that out there. If LinkedIn's <laughs> listening, hey, yet. But no, you're absolutely right. You've got to, it's branding and, and you've got to, when you look at your profile, there's a couple of things that I immediately look for. Number one is your banner. The banner is the right up top. And that banner is like a billboard. You have to think of it just like a billboard. When you drive across the highway and you're looking at a billboard, what, what do you see? First of all, you're going to see clearly the messaging, like they're not messing around. The messaging of what they want to accomplish is going to be super clear. It's not going to have a whole bunch of words all over it. It's probably going to be like just a short little sentence, maybe a question, right? And so for a job seeker, is it clear what you do and what you're looking for? You need to have that right up front, big, bold, right? What does it look like? Does it have a call to action? Is the contact information on there? Like any billboard you drive across, imagine mm. if there was no phone number or email or whatever the call to action, right? No website. It's a great point. Yeah. Right. Maybe your call to action is send me a DM because we're trying to get conversations. Maybe that's your call to action. Maybe your call to action is let's connect. Mm -hmm. It could be simple, but do you have a call to action? Are people landing on your profile, looking at your billboard and taking action? If not, we need to change that. All right. Let's go to your cover story. This is a new feature on LinkedIn as well. It's what I call the Harry Potter effect, where your profile picture comes to life and you have a 30 second video that you can put behind your picture. So 
how do we use this? Ooh, now we got video involved. Oh, with video, you can get creative. Now we can get super creative. So I actually turned my cover story into a scavenger hunt. Now I'll explain why I did this. Number one, scavenger hunts are fun. People like it. And I get a lot of people that do it. So number one, I turned it into scavenger hunt. People like that. Number two, when they do the scavenger hunt, they get rewarded. I actually give them my LinkedIn optimization checklist. So you're giving value. So once, once they send me a DM with the code words in the scavenger hunt, I send them a checklist. Number three, I put these code words in my profile at certain sections and I make them go look for them. That's part of the scavenger hunt. They go look for them. And so what they're doing is they're discovering more about me. They're actually learning about me during that process. They're finding out more about what I do because most people will just glance at your profile and then bounce off. This, because I created it and I made it fun, I'm adding value, I'm giving them an optimization checklist. People do it and they send me the DM and they're like, oh, I found, I did the scavenger hunt and they're having exc- they're having fun with it and it just works. So think creatively. And that's what I did with my cover story, right? So it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter kind of way of doing things. You just need to be creative and, and use the different elements of your profile to get a conversation started. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. We've talked about optimizing the profile, kind of getting the billboard set. But like, what if we want to take it to that next level and say, be a bit more proactive in Mm. the job search, the opportunity search, even building that network, right? How do we take it to that next level? Because your article that was in Forbes, got some great stuff in it. Love if you could share that. Yeah, absolutely. So you got two different types of strategies. You got inbound and you got outbound. So what we were just talking about was more inbound. Like we want to create marketing. We want to drive traffic to you. You want people coming to your front door, looking at your website, looking at your profile and getting a conversation started. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's also outbound. Don't forget outbound. Outbound. It takes a little effort, but if you do it correctly, Man, I'm going to tell you, it's massive. So this is where you're going out and you're looking for the decision makers. Hey, don't just wait for them to show up at your front door. No, no, no. You need to go find them. And it's pretty easy. You go to the, the search bar and you look up your, your target companies and uh, a couple of things you can do. When you find your target companies, first of all, you need to follow the target company. You need to follow the company. Second of all, you need to follow the company's hashtag. Follow their hashtag because they got one. So if it's Coca-Cola, go follow hashtag Coca-Cola right? Mm -hmm. Then the third thing you need to do is on their company page, you're going to see the employees of that company. So go look for the recruiters, the talent acquisition, the HR, go look for the decision makers. Now I got a, now I got a hit list. I got a hit list of decision makers in the company that I want to work for, and I've got to get their attention. I got to get a conversation started. How do I do that? This is where that Forbes article comes in play. Mm -hmm. And so What we do here is we use a strategy and it uses personalized video, personalized video. And most people, what they're going to do to get get that recruiter's attention is they're going to immediately send a connection request. They're going to immediately send them an in-mail message right off the bat. Well, guess what? That's a little bit spammy. Recruiters have thousands of those. It doesn't separate you. It doesn't make you stand out when you do that. It's not really going to work. It's not going to be very effective. And you're going to feel rejected because they're not responding to you. You're going to feel mm-hmm. like, ugh, this stinks. Yeah. 
So, so I got a better strategy than that. What you want to do is go look at their content, look at their all activity section on their profile. And on that all activity section, it tells you everything that they like, comment, share, create, everything about them. You're going to find it right there. And so you find out things that you can build commonality around. What can you build a conversation around? Like for me, I'm a big Cowboy fan, Dallas Cowboys all the way. We're going to the Super Bowl. I know, right, Sergio? It's happening. <laughs> we didn't do a bit. And uh, recording. This. And recording now. Go <laughs> yeah. Niners. Oh, no, 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 no. We got to shut this episode down. No, but, but seriously, so you find things that you can build commonality around because like if you sent me a message and it is somehow you interject the Cowboys in it, I'm going to be like, oh, wow. And I'm going to respond positively. For you, Sergio, if they interjected the 49ers in there, you would probably respond in a positive way, right? 100%. So, so go figure out, do a little what I call uh, research, do a little light stocking. It's public information. Find out about them a little bit so you can yeah. build com- uh, commonality. Yeah. And then here's what you want to do. You go to the all activity section on their profile, look at their content. And here, I'm doing it right now. Hold on. I'm going to show you a live version of this. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to spell it right. Here we go. So what I'm going to do is I got this little this little whiteboard and I'm going to write your name on it, Sergio, because this is the most recognizable name to you. It's the most recognizable word <laughs> in the English language to you is yeah. your own name. So and what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a video comment, a personalized video comment. Now, this video comments like a voicemail. It's 30, 45 seconds long, short, sweet to the point. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, Sergio, good to see you. I'm going to flash it like this right at the screen. I'm yeah. saying, Man, I love your content. I love that post you just shared about X, Y, and Z. I thought it was super interesting. Hey, by the way, go 49ers, man. Hey, I'd love to chat with you sometime. I know you're super busy, but I've got a link to my calendar down below. Just pick the time that works best for you and, and we can have a quick chat. But again, man, hope you're doing well. Have a blessed day. Go 49ers. Love it. I'm responding. I'm responding right away. Amazing. Yeah. So for listeners that can't see this, like Trevor basically has literally a small whiteboard and he just wrote Sergio's name and just started going back and forth with it. And I got hypnotized. I even <laughs> for a second, I liked the name Sergio. It was really weird, but good stuff, <laughs> I think, man. Like Trevor, to your, to your point, I love it. I, I think what the biggest part of here is this actually doesn't take that much time either. Oh my God. you like, Go to their profile, go to the activities. That's like minutes. Yeah. But the value is huge, right? Like, yes, I can't imagine it taking you more than 20 minutes to do this. Yeah. Oh, no, it's super quick. And but the value that you just show them, like literally you should see the responses that come back because guess what? They don't have the video, right? They, they've got black and white text. So, so what kind of black and white text do you think you're going to see? in your response, because they will respond. The response is going to say, wow, literally, you will see that word over and over. Wow. W-O-W, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So my question to the audience is, are you wowing the employer? Are you wowing the employer? If you're not, like, let's up your game a little bit. Let me show you how to wow the employer. And that's just kind of the start of it, but that's part of your outbound reach to, to get them 
to notice you, to get them to pay attention, to get them to respond, to again, get that conversation. Because this is still a human to human business and people do business with the with those they know, like, and trust. And if they don't know, like, and trust you, they're not doing business with you. If nobody yeah. knows you, then nobody flows you. That's yeah. Grant Cardone. But that's, I love how you bring that element of like, hey, I know a little bit about you. I put my effort in. I mean, the truth is about internet and social media, most of the contact you get on there when people want something, uh, or you want something from someone, 90% of it, I would say at the very minimum, is a lot of just bot activity, copy, paste, even the, for the job, person searching for the job, like a lot of times, like, oh, I need a job. Got this, I got this thing all printed out, copy, sent, copy, copy paste. paste. You copy, know, it's paste. like yep. over and over again. And it's like in my inbox. Fishing. Yeah, it, and it's fishing. like with everything, like, but people have been conditioned to mm-hmm. just bl- block it out like i get on average probably 20 to 30 messages a day from people in the industry trying to connect with me and i just i delete 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 i even delete the voice messages that they they, they send me now because it's just they're reading scripts they mm-hmm. said like i got a guy that calls me every week and he says hey they hey there lee sorry i missed you it's like he says it every time so i just don't even bother yeah. just delete 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 you have to like make that instant connection and show that you did something just a little bit more than the competition. Yeah. Trevor yeah. with this whiteboard, writing Sergio's name, instant. That's why the whiteboard is so impactful because you know it's not spam. If you write their name on it, they know immediately it's not a spam message. It is directly for them. It is specifically for them. It's not this canned message that's going out to thousands of people. No, it's for Sergio. Yeah. He knows that directly right yeah and and i promise you curiosity killed the cat and and if your name is on that whiteboard i promise you you will press play like you're going mm-hmm. to you're, you just have to know you're like what is this you're you're per- probably first gonna hear a smile and be like what the heck is this yeah like that's yeah. what's going through your mind you're like what is this and then you're gonna press play and then you're gonna go wow exactly no one has yeah, ever I, done that it's yeah, that's that's so true. I think what I'm seeing in my inbox that works and what I respond to is to your point, Trevor, some people will call out, hey, I listened to your podcast mm-hmm. or I read this in your about me section. That's really cool. Yep. And I know they have an end game. They probably want 20 minutes with me to talk about Silicon Valley or whatever, but they don't start with that. They start with, I like your podcast, keep it up. And then maybe hit me up two weeks later for something else. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I'm responding to. That's smart. It's so smart because, I mean, think about it. You guys are doing this show and I have my show and stuff like that. And and we're putting all this value and all this content out there in the world. And we want to be recognized for that. We want people to like it. I mean, we just naturally do. And so when a someone like a fan reaches out, they're like, oh, I loved your episode. It was so good. Like, yeah, I'm going to respond to that. You think I'm going to be mean to that person? No, mm-hmm. I'm going to be super like positive and be like, oh, what did you like about it? Like try to get insight and intel, like what do they like and dislike? But yeah, you're absolutely right. So when they come in with that angle, even if it is an angle, <laughs> it's an angle that it's will an work. Angle, yeah. It might be an angle. So this is sales. At the end of the day, your job search is sales and marketing right? It's sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've been so successful in teaching job seekers this, right? It's because I'm a business owner and that's what I do, sales and marketing. 
Right. Exactly. And so I've been able to teach these job seekers how to do the same thing, how to use strategies to get noticed, to get out of the black hole, because they think just applying online, they think that's that's going to do it. No, no, that's not going to do no. anything. Yeah. It's funny, like there's a lot of people that out that are out there that think, oh, that that person's in sales or I don't do sales. I, I'm not all about that. And it's like life is sales. It, yeah. Dude, you might be really great at what you do. But like, if you're not building those connections, it's not going to surprise me when that person that thinks they're very qualified and may very well be, are they're stuck at a job or can't get the next job because they're not taking that approach and realizing this is part of the game. Like, I don't care if you're in, you know, biotech and you're a scientist, like you still have to get that sales part of your game, that networking part of your game down to move forward. Yeah, do you right. want engineers? A, same thing. You have you want to elevate. That. Do you want a promotion? Do you want a, a raise? Like when you go to your boss and you're trying to get a raise from your boss, like that sales, you got to convince him to give you more money. You want exactly. a promotion? Mm-hmm. Same thing. You want to yeah. be elevated? Same thing. Life. You oh, you want to get married? You got to convince your wife or your spouse. <laughs> I am the world's best salesman now. Now that you put it like that, holy tamale. Dude, everything is. Yeah. <laughs> even with kids. I got two little kids. I'm freaking wheeling and dealing with them oh. every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, and kids are the best salesmen, too. Oh, let me tell you about it. Kids are the best, man. They will go from mom to dad and yep. sell, like sell, put turning them against each other. And then I get in trouble want. when I say yes. And then my wife comes and says, what? I just told him oh, I just got played. Yeah, you got played. You got sold. That's exactly what it is. Trevor, I was I was curious. We pivot a little bit. You have a very popular show on LinkedIn, the live, the Who You Know show. You've got a lot going on there. I, I want to learn more about that. And then also the I think you have a summit coming up. Yeah. Well, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that. All right. So two things. I got the Who You Know job networking show. And basically that show is a way for me to help job seekers network. Right. So I've got an audience of job seekers. And then I also went and built an audience of recruiters, hiring managers, career coaches, people that can elevate these job seekers. So I'm also bringing on, like you had mentioned, Grant Cardone. And I've had Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, Tim Story, Danelle Delgado. I mean, Amelia Antonetti, the list goes on and on. I've had a lot of what I call world changers, people that are doing big, big, big things. And the reason why I'm bringing those folks is because it's all about mindset. And so if they can help elevate their mindset, because these job seekers are feeling hopeless, worthless, broken, Mm -hmm. they feel like it's not a good time for them. And so I got to get people who can motivate them, who can lift them up. And so that's part of the show, too, which is exciting. It's not just about LinkedIn tips and this and that. Like we talk about life. It's about like we spend so much time at work. That's your life. So the show's awesome. We love it. We've been doing it for four years now and just getting better and better. And then we have this summit. And so the summit has changed and evolved and pivoted over the years. But the summit trains job seekers on these strategies I'm talking about. And originally, it just started in a little training room, right? We probably had like 10 people. And then we, uh, we went to the Cowboys Club. And this was really cool. The Cowboys Club 
We'd train them up at the world headquarters, Cowboys world headquarters. Then we'd take them up to the club afterwards and do a happy hour and love on them and, and toast and have a drink and have food would come out. And they're up there literally looking over at Jerry Jones, like, cause it's the Cowboys club. So there are players in there sometimes and stuff like that. It's actually at the Jones, new, it's at the new, the, the, the stadium new star, at the star at, in Frisco, Texas at the star. And uh, it's where they train. That's where they you're, they're watching them practice. So we're taking these job seekers who would never like probably be able to experience something like that in that moment and bringing them and loving on them and just man and, and making them feel like a million bucks. And, and so they leave on a high like I got this. I can do this. That's what I want to do is I got to lift their mindset up. And so we did that for a while. And then COVID. Right. So COVID kind of switches everything up. We went online. But I'm going to tell you, COVID was uh, a blessing in disguise for, for what we're doing because, well, unemployment went to an all-time high. There was like 26 million people unemployed. We're back down to 10 million, 10 million unemployed right now, but that's still twice of the low. So so if you remember when they were saying unemployment's at an all-time low, all-time low, all-time low, mm-hmm. that was at yeah. 5 million. That was 5 million at the all-time low. Well, we're now at like 10. So we're double the all-time low. Still a lot of people that need to get back to their cash flow. But So we went online and online, it just exploded, right? Going all over the country, being able to help and serve people and, and really make a massive impact. But I got to get back to the in-person, right? There's nothing like face-to-face, right? Yeah. There's nothing like being able to speak life into someone who's broken and watching mm-hmm. those light bulbs come back on right? There's nothing like that. And so we're doing it. I'm putting together a really, really cool conference. And it, this is going to have an element of that motivation. So I, because I have a network of world changers and motivational speakers and stuff like that, I'm bringing them in. I'm bringing the heavy hitters in there who can really get these job seekers pumped up because this doesn't exist for them. Right now in this space, for job seekers, this kind of thing that I'm about to do does not exist. It exists for business owners and entrepreneurs and people that are trying to 10X their business and stuff like that. It exists for them. They got conferences for that. Yeah. They don't have it for job seekers and they need it really bad. They need that motivation. So I'm excited about that. That's coming. Yeah. You, you bring up a good point. I think when you look on social media, it's all like, I'm at this new company. I got this new job. And we don't talk enough about the how dark and troubling it can be for some job seekers who are like getting rejected after trying to support their family. So I think what you're doing is incredible, but I really wanted to pinpoint the mindset. So is that the biggest component there for like, if let's say for the the listener right now, who's Mm -hmm. looking for a job, they're in that dark place. What are some things they can do to turn it around? Man, it is the biggest thing. I'm going to tell you, I have pinpointed that. It's bigger than everything we've talked about on this show right now. Your mindset is everything. If Whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you are right. So if you think this is impossible, it's impossible, right? It is. If mm-hmm. you think you can do it, you will do it. You'll accomplish it. Our brains are wired that way. You'll get it done. And so the mindset's everything. And so right now, the job seekers are in a place where it is hopeless. They feel, they, they feel rejected. They feel worthless and they're, they're stuck. And it's like quicksand. And so I got to flip that. I got to help to flip that. And so I had a guy just the other day, it was like a month ago, we had a conversation. He was on the edge of some dark stuff, man. He was on the edge of suicide. Yeah. And I put my number out there. I said, just call me, man. Call me. Let's go. 
He called me. I got in a conversation with him. I spoke life into him. I said, hey, you know what? Why don't you come on the show? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm going to tell you, his mindset shifted off the end of that call. And not just for the end of that call, but like the next couple of weeks, he kept emailing me back and forth. We just kept going back and forth. And I kept encouraging him the whole way. I'm like, you got this, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And within a month, you will not understand how many interviews this guy had. It went from nothing to like every day he was saying, oh, I got two lined up. I got three lined up. I got five lined up. I was like, whoa, like, man, I said, dude, you're going to land any minute now. And sure enough, from a month from that original phone call, from when I talked to him to, to when he landed, it was a one month period and he landed and man, he was on the edge of like doing some crazy stuff, like jumping off a cliff or something. I don't know, but it was not good. It was not good. And so what I, I recommend for people to do, if you feel that way, you need to, first and foremost, you need to talk to somebody who can understand where you're at because it may not be your spouse. Your spouse may not get it. They point. may not understand the rejection you're going through. It may or may not be them. Maybe you can, maybe you can't talk to them, but who can you talk to, right? Reach out to somebody that you can trust to tell them how you're feeling. Be vulnerable, get that out, get it out of your system. The next thing you need to do is go get fed right? By the provider, the one that provides it all. Look, your old employer is not the one that was providing for you this entire time. I got newsflash for you. That was God. God's been taking care of you this whole time. And it may have been a while. Maybe, I don't know what you believe in, but you need to go get to the source. Go get to the root of it all, right? Go to church, man. Go worship and stop complaining. That's another thing that I see. A lot of people are always complaining, complaining, complaining. Like stop complaining, start praising, Start being thankful and grateful for the things that you do have, because guess what? When you are in a gratitude mindset and you are thankful for things, it's hard to be down and depressed and and complaining when you're thankful, right? You just got to go. You got to go to the source of it all, man. Just get reconnected get reconnected. And I think that will help you. And and the reason why I'm saying this, guys, is because when I first started my business, it was dark for me like that. In my first year in financial services was rough. I was going through a hard time. I was sinking. I felt like I made a huge mistake and oh my gosh. And the enemy was getting in my ear and telling me a Mm -hmm. whole bunch of lies and trying to destroy me is what was happening. And I remember that dark time, man. And I remember like I had to reconnect to the source. And I remember there was a day where I made a decision. Enough is enough. And I had to fight back. I had to literally fight the enemy. And I said, listen, I am not going to let you win. Like, get out of here. And I made a decision that day. I drew a line in the sand and I said, I'm not going to worry about the things I can't control. Right. I'm not worrying about that. Worry about what I can control and start focusing on that. And that's when things changed for me. And that's the same for the job seekers. They need to yeah. quit worrying about all this stuff that they can't control. Focus on the things that they can, their activity and their attitude and their mindset. Those are the things you can control. So those are the things you need to focus on. Yeah, you got to have that positivity and then you will attract positivity and opportunity. But yeah, when you're in the gutter, it's a tough place to be. And But you're not doing yourself any favors by feeling sorry for yourself. That's I've been there. And you just kind of attract more of that negativity. So yeah, pull yourself up. 
And I love what you said about being grateful. That's one thing my mentor used to always tell me is like, if you don't have gratitude, you can't go any further. So no matter what your situation, try to be grateful for what you have. And then once you start having that mindset, I'm grateful for this. Instead of saying like, oh, my job sucks. Like oh, I'm paid too little. Like just be like, hey, I got, I got a job, man. Like I got a job and I'm getting paid. Like I'm going to, and I'm in an elite group. You look at every, everyone else in the world, like I'm elite right now. And I'm, I'm grateful for what I have. And if you have that mentality, it's just a step-by-step step, things will get better. There's everything in, in, in to your point, like, let's say you didn't get the promotion. You didn't get elevated. All right. You could go, man, this sucks. All right. You go, man, this sucks. You could complain about it. Or you could be grateful and you could say, man, this is awesome. Now I get to develop, I get to train, and I get to elevate my skill set. I get to do this, right? While I'm waiting on this opportunity and this door to open, I get to continue to develop and, and, and train myself to be a better version so that when that door opens, I am ready, All right? Which one do you think is going to get there faster? The one that's complaining and saying, man, this sucks. My boss doesn't man, he just doesn't get me. He doesn't understand yeah. me. He doesn't, whatever, uh, negative victim or the guy that says, man, that's awesome. I'm so grateful for the opportunity and I, I need to go develop. That just means I get to spend more time on myself. I get to sharpen, develop, mm-hmm. strengthen. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Yeah. And the mindset stuff, like it's not easy. I think you have to work on it over time, right? You're not going to change your mindset today, but like Day by day, start waking up. What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? We do that. I do that every day with my kids. One thing, tell me one thing that was great at school. Then before bed, like I kind of reiterate it. So like, we're trying to do that day to day by day to like, just set that foundation. It is that it's a foundation. It's habits. It's building strong routines and habits in your life. Another thing on mindset that you were talking about is, you know, it's the physical activity too. I mean, a lot of it, has to do with the energy that's in your body. And so working out, things like that. And it doesn't have to be like this intense, like bodybuilding kind of thing. No, but go get, go get some physical activity. We're constantly sitting all the time, especially with COVID. We're just sitting like, go for a walk, go for a walk. How about music? Music's another thing. Like I love worship music. Let me tell you something. Worship music, it's full of gratitude. (laughs) I mean, just full of it. Because you're worshiping, you're praising, right? And it's just like, it lifts you up, man. I'm going to tell you. So I love that. I don't know what you like. You may like something else, but put on something <laughs> that pumps you up, right? Not something that's going to keep you down because there is music. There, there's the flip side. There is music that is depressing music. Like you ever been in a breakup or a bad situation and you listen to like a love <laughs> oh, yeah. song? Repeat. <laughs> Cry a little. To that. Repeat. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you you need to know that, right? Like music's a great thing. It's a huge motivator, right? But yeah. know what music triggers you, right? And puts you in a good mood or a bad mood and start feeding yourself some of that music. Like get, let's go. Let's get up. Let's, let's get up early too. That's another thing. I see job seekers sleeping in. Quit that. Get mm-hmm. up. Beat up the sun. You need to beat it up. You need to get up before the sun rises with you on that trevor you've been just dropping gems today man see if anyone wants to know why he is the matthew mcconaughey of career advice <laughs> just you get to this point you you're definitely like oh yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. That's awesome, man. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out and make some micro content <laughs> of that, right? You know, you know I'm gonna do that, right? Like, and I'm gonna have Matthew McConaughey's face and my face right there on the on the on the thumbnail. That's gonna be the thumbnail, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got. I want to pivot a little bit. Uh, well, actually, before we do, so I got one one final thing I want to talk about. Like, how can people reach out to you? Like, how how can they if they're they're in the spot where they hey man I want to talk to this guy maybe I'm in a dark place maybe I I need some of these tips that he's been talking about today how can they do so Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a couple ways. Number one, LinkedIn, right? That's my jam. Come hang out with me over there. Come connect with me over there. Send me a message, whatever. I mean, I'll connect with you, right? So come connect with me on LinkedIn. That's number one. Number two is our mobile app. So you can go on uh, Apple or on Android and go download the Who You Know Show mobile app. And in there, you'll find all kinds of things, trainings and events and our show and all kinds of stuff that we got going on. So go connect with the mobile app. Number three, the website, which is who you know dot show who you know. And by the way, it's who ya y a not who you y o u. So it's who ya know who you know because we're in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> somebody said who y'all know. <laughs> awesome, man. So going to the thing that I had to ask you about, I'm gonna tell you, I had one of the best laughs I've had in months this last past week because. I was listening to some of your your content, some of the things that you, some of the episodes you've done before. What do you think made me laugh hysterically to the point of tears? Something in your illustrious career. Oh, wow. Something in my career or was it my content? Was it, it was your content? My- it was one of your interviews. What thing made me just absolutely roll? My interview with Grant. You are dead on. <laughs> And so here's the thing, like, I'm just going to lay the, and I got to just know what's going on in your mind because I thought it was hysterical. So, you know, you're a faith-based guy. Yeah. You're doing this interview about a Grant Cardone being on the undercover billionaire. Yep. And he's talking about how tough it is. And then he says something to the effect that he had to eat hot dogs. So he said, everyone's <laughs> got to eat the wiener or eat the dick on the way up. You got to, you got to eat wieners. And you had this look on your face, like, and then you licked your lip a little bit. He's like, hey, boy, why are you licking your lips? <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just this, your face. It would have been the most amazing meme ever. Oh, like You were just God. shocked. But I love how you were like, hey, this is a faith based show. I, I should have been a little bit more clear about that. Dude, what was going through your mind? Oh, my gosh. So I, first and foremost, I want to say I love Grant. He's a world changer. And I love Elena and just their whole organization. And they're just awesome folks. And but at that point, I, I really didn't have a whole lot of a relationship. He was just coming on the show. I, I had been working with his assistant. So I hadn't had a direct conversation with him. He was on an interview blitz. So he was doing he had like 16 interviews right before me. Like he was going boom, right? Just hitting one after another, doing a blitz for the undercover billionaire. And so I get him on there and man, I'm pumped up, man. And I I don't know. I think I had cotton mouth, man. I think that's why I licked my lips. But like this guy right here, man, let me just show you. This guy changed my life. I got it sitting right here. This manual right here called Closing the Sale. I went to see Grant Cardone 11, 12 years ago when I was in the auto industry. And this guy changed my life. I became the top producer there six years in a row. Um, made a ton of money and wow. this guy, he's the real deal. So I get him on the show. Finally, like, this is the moment I've been waiting for, man. I finally get him there. And it's not the grant I was hoping for in that moment. Like, I know he's dropping F bombs. I know him, right? I've been following him for years, but yeah. 
I was hoping for the people building side of Grant, right? Yeah. To help build my audience who's feeling low. But he was coming in after uh, Undercover Billionaire and he was kind of like the, the King Kong Grant. <laughs> there, there's different Grants, right? He, yeah, was, sense. he was coming in like, and I was like, wow. And he was dropping F-bombs all over the place. And I'm like, um, the whole time I'm thinking, oh my God, my audience is faith. Like this is the church they're talking to. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I should have kind of like cut him off earlier. And first of all, he didn't know my name. Okay. He came in, he called me Derek. Derek was the, was my producer. Yeah. He calls me Derek. And anyway, we keep doing the interview. And, and at that point, when he said that, about the i was eating wieners and all this that and uh he goes why'd you lick your lips man why'd you lick your lips when i said that when i said that why'd you lick your lips and i was like i have to cut him off right now i have to stop him i was like grant man we just crossed the line here man like I, like you're talking to the show the show's faith-based and we're trying to lift people up and he was like oh my god he threw back in his seat i've never seen grant do this like i don't know if you can find a piece of content no. where, you get, where you see never. Grant apologize never he was like oh man i'm so sorry oh my gosh are we he goes are we live right now Yes. Are we live? And I was like, yes, we're live. Like, this is <laughs> out there, <so>. buddy. <laughs> it's on the internet now. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And then he starts trying to flip the script and he turned it around. He turned that ship around. He did. And, but it was, I tell people that was the best and the worst interview I've ever had. It was the best and worst all yeah. in one. It Accurate. Wow. Because when I watched it, I was like, this is an amazing interview for a couple of reasons. A guy like Grant Cardone, mm -hmm. I mean, when you were that famous, that on top of the world, you got a big ego. You don't apologize for anything. You just don't. You don't see that. Right. But he was, he felt terrible. He like, did feel bad. He felt really bad. It was genuine. Yep. Um, it was genuine. He called me that night. Yeah. Wow. Like that. You could just see in his face. Like, it's yep. like, dude, this guy knows he messed up and he felt bad. And he really, like a guy like that doesn't, it's hard for anyone. To like really apologize but he did it right there and yep. like he was sincere about it and i love how you held your ground with him like i don't know if i would have had that strength that's what i was gonna say like in the moment you you call them out that's that you had to be honest man like i would have been like he's grant cardone i don't know if i can stand up for my principles but you stood there like a rock <laughs> ford f-150 if that's a if that's a good comparison for texas standards or 350 yeah. i don't know but you well, and I took ownership for it. I took ownership because I was like, look, I mean, because he started apologizing. I said, no, that's on me. I said, that's on yeah. me. I know who you are. Right. I, and you're here in my, in my house. Like, I know who you are. I know that you're capable of dropping F-bombs and stuff like that. Like, I'm yeah. no fool. So that's on me. We weren't able to connect and I wasn't able to fully prepare you for the show of what you're walking into. So that, that yeah. that's on me, which really it was on me, but it was also on his assistant. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say that, but it was also the assistant because she knew everything. She, I had covered all of that. Like, I know you did. Like, yeah, I know you I did. But you, all that. but you like to, Hey, I, I own this. Like I should own I it. Prepare. So you did yeah. a dude. It was a great, it was a great interview. I think it's, it was an all around success in just a different way. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Oh, I, it made me learn. I learned so much through that. Like you, <laughs> you always have that pre-call. Don't just go live and bring him in. And that was the mistake that I made because I, I had that as a choice in that moment. 
the show is live at 3 p.m. And he was on back to back to back interviews. And I asked his assistant, I said, hey, do you want us to wait? Or do you want us to go live and bring him in? She said, just go live and we'll bring him in. I should have waited. I should have waited so I could have that even five minute conversation ahead of that interview would have saved all of that from happening. And it would have been a completely different interview. Right. Mm -hmm. But so for everyone listening, your failures, right. Your mistakes, when you feel like, I felt like that was, I felt like I let my audience down. You don't know how many messages I got. I got some that were very, very (laughs) negative. I I got some that were very positive, but it was, I felt like I let my audience down. Right. But I learned through that, right? Like that was an experience for me. That's not going to happen again. And guess what? We just had Elena, his wife on the show. That went great. Why? Because I learned <laughs> through that experience and it was a great episode. And I, I need to tell her that if it was a competition that, that she won, so she could rub that in. Great. Congrats um, on that, man. All the success. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. And it's, hey, look, guys, it's all about like to get to those types of folks. It's, it's just through networking that that was years in the making years in the making of working with the people that I know are in his space, right? Just getting to the right people at the right time, having those conversations, building relationships. Like I said, you network to get to, it's like leveling up, right? It's like a video game, level up, level up, level up, Mm -hmm. do it your entire career, your entire life. And you'll see massive results in your life. Amazing, man. Thank you so much for coming on our show, man. You were amazing. I appreciate take, we, you we take you me. over. We take you over Grant any day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. Grant, Grant's he's pretty fun, man. He's a good. I love Grant, by the way. I love him. It was just, yeah, good episode. So awesome. You've been listening to the Free Tyree Show. So long for now. Offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of LinkedIn Incorporated or Microsoft Corporation. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.